0: As entrepreneurs, every single part of our business has a direct correlation at some point to another part of our life. It all plays into each other. So that's why it's so important to reflect back and say, hey, where have we been? What isn't feeling great? So that we can create that plan to move forward.
1: I know that I haven't done that frequently enough. to kind of reflect on how everything's going not just how my business is going, which is going unbelievably well, mind you, I'm crushing it right now, but potentially as a result of crushing it there, maybe losing sight of everything else. Okay, and that's definitely a reflection.
0: Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time, and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host for today, Samantha Riley, joined by my wonderful Thursday co-host, Tim Hyde. You're looking forward to today's episode, Tim?
1: I am, actually. I've been kind of looking forward to this one for, well, 12 months, really.
0: You, you've actually <laughs> been looking forward to it for a while, let's be honest, because every week you're like, are we going to do reflections? Are we going to do reflections? Are we going to well, do reflections? For reflection.
1: Yeah. Are we doing reflections? <laughs> I mean, <it'll> reflections. <laughs> but I think, you know, it, it gives us, by reflecting, it gives us that stepping stone to go, okay, where am I? You know, what have I done well? What have I maybe not done so well? But also mm-hmm. it gives us that platform for which we can then springboard into the future. Absolutely. That is the sound effects right there. So, you know, team, add some sound effects.
0: (laughs) And that's very true because at this time of year, we're all talking about creating our plan for 2024. What is it that we want? How do we want to grow? What are we doing differently? But if we don't reflect and look back and take note of the learnings, it's very difficult to make a plan that works for us as well moving forward. So before we've... I guess come up with what we're going to talk about. We had a great reflection on a lot of different things, which we actually recorded our own personal conversation to go back and have a listen to.
1: Right? Well, we have been threatening to actually do an outtakes episode for quite some time.
0: (laughs) I don't know that anyone would be able to follow the conversation we just had. It went here, there, and everywhere so fast. (laughs)
1: It was a little bit random. It's probably it like an episode random. of Gilmore Girls or something. When you know, <laughs> the conversations like, that. oh, there was a conversation having four days ago. We just picked it up. seamlessly. <laughs> <laughs> not that I've ever seen the Gilmore Girls. I'm just you know picking that one as a reference. Well, we're coming into December. It's been um, interesting. You know, 2023. You know, I guess last year when we were reflecting, we were talking. We're still talking about COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, last year and, and mm-hmm. then 2021, but 2023, I think has been. I guess, a, a year of renewed opportunity.
0: Is it? Is it?
1: It's almost like we, COVID was a bit of a reset button for everybody. We go, okay, now what?
0: Yeah, I feel that the reset button definitely was properly hit this year. We also had a lot of changes in the economy as well that made things yep. very, very different. So we needed to make some changes, or a lot of us made some, some changes to reflect that.
1: Yeah, well, we certainly said interest rates, sort of goes through the roof in twenty twenty three globally. Right. Not mm-hmm. just in Australia, US and, and everywhere else as well. And, and I think that was largely off the back of people staying at home and not having anything else to do. So they just spent lots of they spent all their money, right? And so we you know, we we've got the fallout of that. And that's made the cost of working capital a lot higher for a lot of businesses. It's mm-hmm. made people a lot more hesitant about, you know, what they spend because mm-hmm. cost of living you know, it's gone up, obviously more interest rates for, uh-huh. and, and most people, let's face it, we're well, still, most people sort of still working on mortgages. Uh-huh. Um, and the cost of those mortgages in many cases has just, well, doubled,
0: uh-huh.
1: right? You know, and that money has got to come from somewhere and it comes out of the business and its ability to spend on other things, right? Uh-huh. So I think we're seeing a flow on effect of that in terms of hesitation and caution. I'm just reflecting back to, you know, one of the Previous episodes we did where we, you know, we talked about what do people need and then certainty clarity and confidence about what the future is going to have. And mm-hmm. when we've got that, <laughs> then we can do, we can do it if we want, right? But we don't have that. We tend to be a bit more reserved um, with our decision making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think one of the other big changes in the market this year has obviously been, like, you know, AI and a very broad and rapid adoption of of AI tools and technologies, you know, in people's businesses.
0: Well, I know at the beginning of the year we spoke about AI, and specifically about ChatGPT, or would have been end of last year, beginning of this year, I can't remember when it was. And I reflect back, and one of the things I said is that we're about to see the speed of technology, like it's going to, you know, it's going to be really fast. I predicted that, it has gone way faster than even I thought it would. The The speed that we're seeing that come in from me using ChatGPT for the first time ever at the beginning of the year or around the new year to now having the ability to be able to build our own bots absolutely has blown me away. And I've seen Mm. AI, I guess, software hit the market and already be outdated.
1: Yeah, by the time it hits the market, it's, it's, it's already done, right?
0: It's phenomenal.
1: I mean, we saw them last year, right? There were plenty of AI tools. We had like Jasper and, and that sort of stuff in, mm-hmm. in terms of copywriting mm-hmm. tools. And they were based on very, very early versions of, of ChatGPT. But, you know, no-code software mm-hmm. and using AI to create no-code software, which then creates other no-code software, is astonishingly changing you know the market and, and the number of things that are out there. Now that doesn't necessarily make them great businesses because there's still some fundamentals, mm-hmm. but the tools and the pace of development of those tools has been like oh, crazy so fast. Right? Every time so I fast. turn around, there's there's another thirty or forty different tools that are sort of being being out there, right? And I did have a bit of a joke at a a marketing mastermind earlier in the year that said, you know, we we're, we're going to have at some point very soon AI software talking to other AI software at both ends, right?
0: And I remember you saying that and I and I was like, yeah, that's right. And I had a bit of a laugh about it, but I can already see it happening.
1: Yeah. Well, I got a call from an AI the other day. Right? <gasps> Tell me more. Yeah. It introduced itself as Jeff. Is mm-hmm. it? It's hi. You now I'm Jeff. So-and-so company. And I pretty quickly worked out, right? But I reckon there's people out there that don't know whether they're talking to an AI or not. And it's interesting. I have seen some statistics on that, that even though the... Speed of response and advice is potentially more accurate than a human. Whether people know they're talking to an AI or not, there's still this kind of period where people are like, uh, I don't feel comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. So when they were told it was an AI afterwards, the confidence in it reduced. Mm-hmm. Of course, in the moment, how good was the advice? You know, way better. It mm-hmm. was fantastic. Mm. So there is this sort of thing, and I have listened to an AI, a recorded AI call of. And AI selling wine subscriptions, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that's, you know, if you're in a wine club, you'll know this, they called you up and said, Hey, would you like to get a case of this year's Riesling, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And of course you're like, yep. Yeah. You know, and, and I think there's pros and cons in that, right? So mm-hmm. obviously AI was sort of badgering this lady to buy the wine and she eventually did and great for the company. They've sold another case of wine. Uh, ethical. Maybe for the long term subscription didn't necessarily show the great deal of empathy uh, into her financial circumstances. Because uh, you know, she was going to have to explain to her husband why there was a case of wine in the kitchen that wasn't there previously <laughs> when they can't pay the bills. <laughs> uh, right? But we will we're not too far off, I think, you know, having a response AI from your end making decisions for you about your business. And potentially looking at all of your priorities that you've plugged into it Mm. and say, you know, tell me what I should be doing. There Mm. is that right now.
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next 12 months, knowing how much has just changed in these 12 months. Yeah. 2023, from an AI perspective, has absolutely blown my brain up at how fast it's moved and what we can now do with it.
1: Yeah. We're going to see, you know, and we'll say this in more detail for another sort of projections episode or rather than reflections that we will very rapidly adopt AI assistance into our homes on a daily basis. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: You know, from robotics to everything. That's not too far off.
0: As long as we're, you know, like the Jetsons, and have one of those little mechanical dogs that I don't need to clean up after, then I'm good. (laughs) I used to get up at 6am on Saturday mornings to make sure I got the very beginning of the Jetsons and, yeah, a few of those other very early or... uh, Yeah, Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons. (laughs) Saturday morning cartoons.
1: Love those. Love those. Now they're on demand.
0: (laughs) You can watch them on any day. I don't think kids watch those kinds of things anymore. I
1: want versions of...
0: Yeah. Versions of. Let's get back to reflecting. One of the other big things that you were reflecting on was team and how we build and grow our team and make sure that our team is in alignment with our vision for growth. This is something that I have found a massive learning curve for me this year as our team has grown so much. Well, your
1: team has exploded this year. Yeah, it really has. Yeah. I knew you were just saying that, you know, you're, I don't know what you should call Ethany. What's Ethany's role? Your project manager. She's probably come to become more of a COO, isn't she?
0: she yeah. Uh, I mean, her role has changed so fast in the last couple of years that I, I, <laughs> I don't exactly know what her role is. <laughs> but essentially, she's in operations, I guess, project yeah, manager. She's, she's
1: basically a director of operations. But I had a bit of a chuckle to myself because I know you mentioned pre-show that you know, ethany has gone and hired three more staff this week mm-hmm. and then we're finally introduced to you and they're like who Who are you like my name on the door <laughs>
0: it was funny because one of the team members we'd had for a month and I'd heard about him and I was saying you know that needs to go to that team member still had no idea who this person was but it's been super helpful that Leon and Ethany have kind of taken that over but the team has actually taken ownership for making sure that we've got enough team and yeah, they've all been hired and onboarded and I've had nothing to do with that process whatsoever. So that's been fabulous for us from a. Terrifying. Momentum perspective. Do you know what? It might sound terrifying, but it hasn't been because I have a hundred percent faith in them. When I did meet him on a team call yesterday, it was, oh, by the way, we haven't met. I'm Sam. And Leon said, just so you know, she's the boss. Like, because it had just so (laughs) seamlessly happened and he'd been onboarded by Ethany, you know, for systems that we'd had set up over the last couple of years, that it actually wasn't terrifying. I knew exactly what was going on through our Slack channel and that he was dealing with some projects that were pretty Deep and heavy. Yeah. And he just jumped in and did it. And it was, oh, that's it awesome. was seamless. That's awesome. So, no, it wasn't terrifying. <laughs> it's like, hi,
1: I'm Sam. I'm responsible for the payroll.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole thing, and as we look at, at growing and scaling, when we, we talked last week about, you know, the magic million dollars and, and what your goal is for whatever number that you want to achieve. But so much of it requires other people. And I think that's why we see. So many co-founded businesses succeed where maybe single operators don't, Mm -hmm. and single operators can get very capped in their growth because we think it's all on us. And when we surround ourselves with other people, whether they be business partners or team, it allows us to get other people to create leverage for us. Mm -hmm. Either in skill sets that we don't have, hopefully Mm -hmm. that skill set is not spending all your money, but skill sets that you don't have, or are complementary to what you do, or just give you extra arms and legs. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you are clearly the best at what you do in your business, but it doesn't, you know, if we just had two people who were 70% as good as you, that's still 140% output compared mm-hmm. to your 100. hmm hmm Right? And we need to start thinking about that.
0: But this is where I think we need to go deeper than that. It's not just output. It's also perspective. It's also, mm. as you just mentioned, different skill sets. So it might be 140% more output, but in a way that there was no way that you could have ever done it before. And I think mm. that that is the beauty of team. And that is the thing, I say the thing, but it's what a lot of business owners are afraid of. I'm afraid that that person's not like me, or I'm afraid they can't do it like me. Can we flip that script for just a moment and say, that's the beauty of it. Because they're bringing something totally different to the table and bringing something that you never could have.
1: Something that I have reflected on, so we talk about team, both on air and and offline, quite a lot, yeah. is that a team behind you can be one of two things. Yeah. It can either be massive weight pushing you in the direction of your business goals.
0: Uh-huh. If you're fishing.
1: you know. It's momentum, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. you, know, you wind up a semi-trailer, it takes a very long time to stop. Uh-huh. Know, it goes in one direction. But you've got to make sure that you push it in the right direction. Uh-huh. Okay, and I think that's that's key. And so I think if you have or and all building a team, you've got to make sure that you regularly articulate what your vision is and how what they do aligns into that vision. So I think that's critically important. Yeah. My other reflection is if you don't get that right, Right, Having a team is just a massive big dead weight, dragging you around and making you wonder why you're not getting to your vision.
0: Well, funnily enough, it's not just a dead weight that's holding you on the spot. I feel like it's a weight that's pulling you backwards.
1: Yeah. Or pulling you under, making you drown, if, if you will.
0: Oh, just that feeling, <laughs> yeah.
1: <yuck. laughs> but anyway, I, mean, but it, I think it's a really interesting sort of visual reference to think a team can either give you momentum towards your goal or they can pull you under if if they're not working in the same direction.
0: And I think that you need to be really aware of this because 99% of the people that I talk to say what I need is a team. I know for a fact from working with so many hundreds of business owners mm-hmm. that in many of those cases, hiring a team person at that time or with the business in that, you know, having those challenges will actually pull them backwards or pull them under as you were saying. Mm. you know you need to have a lot of things in alignment you absolutely do need a team to grow 100 percent. but there needs to be some systems or processes in place to know how to get that team to help you to get to that vision or to that goal that it's not yeah. purely just the team that's going to help you get there there's so much more than that
1: yeah look i mean i did this exercise recently I actually kind of put a bit of a plan as as a one of my patients. So i'm gonna get into that in more detail shortly, but I wrote down, you know, what is my business need, and you know, one of the things I wrote down, in fact the first thing I wrote down under my little business column. And I'm if you're watching the video here on YouTube, you'll see me glancing to my whiteboard where it is still sitting. and says yeah. stop being the doer and the bottleneck in my business. Yeah. Right? Because I can't do everything. And I've only got so many hours in the day. And it's, it was actually for me starting to impact Kind of everything else, and so yeah. I've actually certainly in the latter part of this year, almost taken less responsibility. Mm-hmm. I've actually kind of empowered my team a lot more to take on responsibility, and some of them have really stepped up. And those are the people that are still with me, and the ones that haven't, are not around anymore. Yeah. Right? So I've actually gone well. Which are the ones who are giving me momentum towards my goals, and which are the ones we were pulling me back, and actually been you know, reasonably ruthless about deciding who is it that's going to stay with us going forward. And I know you've had some of those conversations as well.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think that segues into one of the other reflections that you and I have been talking about quite a lot throughout the year, but especially more in the second half of the year, is the importance of working with the right clients. So true. (laughs) And by right clients, actually how would you describe right clients when I say that? What would that mean to you? Well,
1: there's a couple of things and and normally I think when marketers ask for you, well, yeah, you know, what's the right client for you? They're kind of going, Well, which which industry size are they right? They're talking yeah, demographics. Yeah. yeah. Right? You know, I need to be ten staff and five million dollars in revenue mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you
0: know,
1: in a plumbing vertical or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay.
0: Oh God, that was so marketer. That's
1: <laughs> well, terrible, isn't it? Yeah, I think while whilst those things are important to me, the right client is more about the relationship you have with them as a person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and less about what it is that they actually physically do, mm-hmm. you know, right? Their business itself. And so I I'm starting to look more, and it's, it's hard to pick up up, up front, right? Because mm-hmm. you know we want we want both of these things. But I'm starting to sort of pick up things like, you know, actually, do we have a values alignment? Mm-hmm. You know? Do I like you as a person? Mm. And vice versa, right? Do you value what we do and I respect and, and respect what we do for you? And do you? Do you pay your bills on time? Mm. Or am I constantly chasing for you? You know, are you the kind of person that when the phone rings, you just go, oh my God, I don't want to talk to you Yeah. Mm. Right now? The great thing about being in business for yourself is that you can choose whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. On that values piece, this is something I think I nailed quite a few years ago. It's a process that I went through a few years before you did. So I I feel like I've really nailed that. I love every client that I work with. And I think it is because of the work that I did around values. And it really was fed back to me at our intensive a couple of weeks ago. I actually said this in a podcast, I would say probably back in 2015, the first time. And when I said it, the host looked at me in such a weird way. I actually, I could feel myself going red thinking, what have I said? And the question was back at that time, what is your superpower? No, I know that I've got quite a lot of superpowers. But the very first one that came up for me was I said, love. My superpower is love because I love what I do. I love my clients. I know that we can change the world through love. So it's, you know, that I can even see the look on your face. Like that's not what I was expecting you to say.
1: I was not expecting that. No. I was going to go with like invisibility or like x-ray vision or something.
0: Right. Because they are all superpowers as well. But because I got really clear on this many, many years ago is that I always want to be coming from a place of love. Cause I think that that's coming from the strongest place of service. I was having a a conversation with one of my clients sort of at the end of the, the second day and we'd never met before because of COVID. This is the first time I'd met her and we've been working together for a few years. And what she said floored me. She said, it's been really interesting to be in a room with you. It's very different to seeing you on Zoom or hearing what you say on Zoom because logically and intellectually, it's all the same. She said, but it's this feeling. She said, you love so fiercely. And I was like, wow, no one's ever said that to me before. You don't know how
1: to respond to that sort of thing, do you? It's like, oh my God, this is a really nice thing for someone to say, but it's kind of overwhelming at the same time. It
0: was. It was like, it was really when she very first said it, there was this feeling like, I don't know how to receive that, not from a horrible way, but it was like so big. It was such a big feeling, Mm. but I definitely did allow myself to, to receive that. And it was so beautiful to hear it because I knew 100% that every intention that I'd put out there and worked so hard to build as a value of our company over the last few years had been fed back to me. So I think that that's, you know, it's lovely to have that feedback of those values.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. And I'm actually, I'm feeling a little... Tingly and goosebumpy for you. Sam.
0: I was going to say it's not your natural state, so I'm glad I shared that story. It's
1: not my natural state, Well I again you know, I'd probably still go with invisibility, X-ray vision, or flight, or something like that. Maybe yeah, teleportation would be a cool superpower. And, and, and,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was very proud of it.
1: <laughs> well, if, you know, if I had teleportation, I could like easily just jump up to Noosa this afternoon and we can have a bottle of champagne oh, to celebrate no, the year. Right? No,
0: no, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you know, I think there's, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff, and and clients is one part of that. But you know, as we as we choose our team and we choose our clients, we we get to choose what it is that we want to do. Yeah, and we have the opportunity as a, again, as a a reflection to choose what our business is going to look like, Mm -hmm. right? To have the relationships that we want to have, and I think that's a really important thing to sort of take away from 2023, if nothing else, to go. I don't have to accept the status quo. Mm-hmm. If I want to change it, I can change
0: it. Absolutely.
1: Another reflection for me, actually, this year, and probably over the last few years, this is—I haven't really looked at this in detail—is that I have been, and and coming back to where I said, you know, I need—I'm the bottleneck. Right? I need mm-hmm, to remove mm-hmm. myself out of my business. I've been in this place where I've been it. You've taken that leap a little bit ahead of me where I've actually neglected other things. Yeah. And so, one of those, probably being my relationship with my partner, but definitely my health. I haven't really looked after my health. You know, I think when I went to Europe a couple of months ago now, I was at the heaviest I've ever been. I got to 104 kilos. Mm -hmm. I'm not a small dude, right? I'm not. You're, I was
0: just about to say you are very tall. I'm not
1: very tall. Well, everything's well, very you are tall to <laughs> compared to me <or> <laughs> Well,
0: hang on a minute. Okay. You're on the taller side of six foot.
1: <laughs> I'm on the taller side of six foot, what do I say. I'm above six foot, right? But, you know, even at 104 kilos, now technically that's, you know, that's obese, right? According to, to whatever this is, right? Whatever the sort of body metrics are, that says I'm obese, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm starting to feel like I'm building uncomfortable at this weight. You know, it's a bit much. I'm finding, you know, getting around the basketball court. I'm not as agile as I used to be. I thought, you know, why am I doing this? And it's because I think that, you know, again, reflecting on a whole bunch of things, I've been well, I've had some team members that aren't necessarily helping me want to go. And whilst I've had some, I've had some that are not. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to pull everyone in the same direction, not realizing some of the people are actually kind of going somewhere else. Or should have gone somewhere
0: else. And by team members, I know you were just talking about basketball, but just to clarify, team members you're talking about in your business, right? I'm a business yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, my basketball team's awesome. All of them. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, with the same sort of rule applies. You know, are they, you know, if we've got some people going forward and some people going backwards, right? Some momentum, some anchors. Well, if you want to go forward, Remove the anchors, yeah. And I was trying to kind of get to where I wanted to go and thinking, Why am I not getting there? Why am I not getting there? Why am I not getting there? And as a result of that, trying to belligerently trying to push everything in the right direction, mm. neglecting some of my health. And it's only been sort of brought to my attention recently that you know, maybe this is something you actually need to start looking at. So,
0: mm.
1: and I'm not getting any younger, none of us are.
0: Good reflection.
1: But we do, okay. We talk about it so often that we're doing this to have the lifestyle that we want. Mm-hmm. Part of that lifestyle is also the health to enjoy it.
0: Hundred percent.
1: And that's been a real reflection for me this year to go, ah, I need to look after myself a little bit better, mm. as well as, you know, the business.
0: Health is wealth, right? Mm. You are looking at me like what? But if we don't have a health... So we don't where are you have... going next? <laughs> well, no, if we don't have a health, oh, yeah, that's, we don't, look, we don't that's have anything. A big,
1: that's, that's, a big, that's been a big reflection for me this year, just going, oh, okay, I actually need to kind of look at this more often. So mm. I've lost seven kilos.
0: Oh, Congratulations, Tim. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. That's awesome.
1: Thank you. Not that this is a weight loss podcast coming to you live.
0: <laughs> no, but here's the thing. As entrepreneurs every single part of our business has a direct correlation at some point to another part of our life you know if our relationships aren't working so well it's very difficult to focus in the business if our health isn't doing so well then it can affect our relationships or our business if our business isn't going so well it affects our health like it all plays into each other so that's why it's so important to reflect back and say hey where have we been? What isn't feeling great? So that we can create that plan to move forward.
1: Well, I think, again, we were just talking beforehand and, and I've developed a, you know, a performance journal right, that I will be rolling out to a, a mastermind group that I'm launching next year. Yeah. But I've also created one for team members as well right, to get people around it. And one of the things that we're going to be asking as part of that mastermind group is to kind of do that. We're in 30-day reflection, right? Reflect every month. Yeah. And it's not all just on how's your business going, right? So we're actually putting in there things like, you know, what's your progress towards your 90-day plan or your six-week plan or whatever it happens to be? Are you actually enjoying your work? Yeah. You know, what's your work-life balance? What's your mental and emotional energy? And how's your health? Yeah. And I think it just reflecting on more than just your financial numbers and your business numbers actually give yourself... The opportunity to kind of have a bit of a reflection of how's your life going mm. is an important thing that we don't do enough of. Right? Because well, if you do that and you go, Well, you know, how is your how is your enthusiasm for your business right now, Sam? And you go, it's a one. Okay. What else is going on with you?
0: Yeah. Big things need to change then, right? Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: then you've got you've identified an area that you can start to reflect on and go, why? You know, how's your health this month? Oh my God, I've had COVID. I feel a gen. a mate of mine said last night he's not sick enough to go to the doctor, but he's feeling a general malaise. Mm. And going, well, this a word I haven't heard very often. It's just feeling. He's just feeling run down. He's feeling tired and run down. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you going to do about it next month 100%. to change that?
0: Because if you ignore these little signs, they will turn into big challenges, as you were sharing before with someone that had a really big health crisis. But before we recorded this, I've just come off the back of a group coaching call. And one of the questions that we asked was, how much joy are you feeling in your business? Because if your business isn't bringing you joy, and it's not meant to be there purely for your entertainment... (laughs) But you do need to be feeling some sort of joy or I, I enjoy what I'm doing or I love the people that I'm working with. Otherwise, ugh, too hard, too hard.
1: Yeah. Well, in the end, if you do that, you know, it allows you to reflect. And that's that's something that I'll certainly be taking into next year is that I know that I haven't done that frequently enough yeah. to kind of reflect on how everything's going, yeah. Yeah. not just how my business is going, which is going unbelievably well, mind you, Crushing it right now,
0: but totally. You are crushing it. <laughs> right, but
1: you know, potentially as a result of crushing it, there maybe losing sight of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's definitely a reflection. So is
0: that the biggest kind of reflection that you're taking into 2024?
1: Yeah, I think so. It's, it's maybe not the biggest one, but certainly a, a very significantly one that uh, I've kind of got. Oh, yeah, I, I kind of lost sight of that. You know.
0: Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely understand that. And it's something that Leon and I have even been talking about is how can we rework our days a little bit so that they feel a little more easy. They feel a little easier, I guess, because this, you know, we talk about lifestyle and we certainly have created a lifestyle business and certainly a lot of people would love to create, you know, have a business that gives us the lifestyle that we do have. But it's not perfect. There's still some times where we're like, oh, it's feeling like a bit of a grind because, you know, human, I think as well. Yeah. But it's good to reflect to go, well, how do we want to change this a little bit?
1: Yeah. I think those are my biggest ones for the year.
0: Yeah. I think it's really, like I said, really important to reflect. So as we've been through this episode, we'd love to hear what your reflections for the year are, because it's, I think reflecting is such a powerful process to be able to then move forward and create a plan for next year. We'd love to hear your reflections and highlights and what you'll be focusing on moving forward into the year. You can scroll below and find the links to our social media handles below to keep this conversation going. Thanks for having this conversation with us today, Tim. I've enjoyed reflecting on 2023.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Sam. It's good to be. Good to be. I I like doing this. So this is, you know, as much as we share tips and tactics all the time, you know, and it's just the tip of the iceberg And compared to the stuff we roll out for clients. I think it's really good to kind of share a little bit what's going on inside of our minds as well.
0: Yeah, I think they're great conversations and it hopefully helps other people or is the catalyst for other people to go on the same reflective journey. All right, we'll see you next week for another episode of Influence by Design.